All right, guys, we are alive. Oh my god! Every time, I just be creative today. Just be different. We're back again. Yeah, See, I only did it because was. you said it. You said that it was not good. Oh, that that makes sense. Yeah. You're just yeah. looking to disappoint me constantly. Um, it takes almost <laughs> no effort. It, it appears. <laughs> it's just your natural state <laughs> to fucking disappoint me. <laughs> We're here drinking our Theory of Living coffee. Oh, yeah. You can see the smoke coming right. off of it. Actually, this is the Theory of Living coffee. I guess it's not smoke technically, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Today we'll coffee. be talking about being off topic. It's that time again. The yeah. time when we fail to prepare... And we've run into this critical <laughs> moment where we have to give you something. Mm. No, I mean, we have a whole bunch of other things in plan, right. which is actually a good point to bring this up. Look mm -hmm. out in the next coming few weeks because we will be launching a promotion. Details yes. are to come. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. We're excited about it. This has been a long time in the making. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll be a really great benefit to all you guys out there and yeah, I guess that's all I'll say about it right now. Yeah, yeah, for now. But um, we'll um, um, release all the details of this promotion. Uh, but for now, yeah. I mean, that's why we actually chose uh, the free topic today. Uh, because we're doing podcasts during the promotion where we'll do a certain... Um, we'll discuss things in within certain um, uh, subjects that we think align uh, really better with uh, our promotion. But before we get into that, um, we wanted to just talk about random things, you know, things that we talk outside of uh, podcasts. Yeah. You know? It's a good place to start, I guess, would be, mm -hmm. fuck my van. <laughs> That's what I want to say to all my listeners out there. I've been dealing with this stupid van. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I have a 2005 Dodge Sprinter. Um, the high roof long edition. Yeah. I've had it for years. Years, yeah I've, yeah. For, I've had it for a hot minute, and I got it used, and it's had nothing but mechanical issues mm. since I've gotten it. But I've never let that stop me from continuing to maintain it, drive it, and use it. Mm -hmm. But I recently found the dreaded Black Death, which, <sighs> yeah. for those that are not familiar, mm -hmm. is what happens when you have a shit ton of carbon buildup mm -hmm. due to blow by on the gasket and the injector so basically you get fuel not reacting properly and right. you get this really sticky black substance mm -hmm. and it covers all the injectors covers everything um and it's just a pain in the ass to get rid of yeah so been for what it's been like what three weeks almost a month now yeah with it. Mm -hmm. including the wait time for parts yeah for and parts things like and things like that just Going in there, using carb cleaner, dissolve it, scrape it off, mm -hmm. and then got the injectors removed, and it's fucking hot here. It's yeah. finally cooled off, so it's just been this slow, continual process of disaster after disaster. But we're finally nearing completion. Yeah. And we'll be on the road soon. Yeah. Then it's going to be a road podcast. How fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but could you explain more why... Um like what kind of job it is that you know even dealerships like kind of refuse to work work on it yeah i mean the work's so extensive and at this point for the vehicle mm. the yeah. age the mileage it's literally to get the work done the parts alone cost me two grand right on my mm. pocket so the work alone you're looking at like eight to ten grand dealerships right. won't take it on and again I, I don't blame them and you know i'm capable myself so yeah. i wouldn't want to do that because yeah. Unfortunately, I've had really bad experiences with pretty much any avenue of relying on other people to do something I can do myself. Right. But dealerships are fucking notorious for selling you shit you don't need or doing a half-assed job mm -hmm. and then trying to act like they didn't do it. Right. I mean, this is like a reoccurring theme. Mm -hmm. And I mean, unfortunately, most mechanics, it seems like they don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it. You know, it's worked before in the past yeah. for them, but attention to detail and all these other fine things are lacking. And the reason this is so frustrating particularly is yeah. I had the vehicle looked at, and again, I should have pulled off the manifold, cover myself to double check. 
but I got all green lights before right. I quit my job. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm not going to have an income. I just want to get everything taken care of. Even went to the Mercedes dealership to have it done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, they're more reputable. They have kind of like... The German engineering, yeah, right? you know, they're 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 more legit. And they, yeah. they checked it out for me. They said, yeah, man, everything looks fine. It fucking... There's no way it could have been. <laughs> there's no way it could have been. So... You know, you no, know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it could have been. I doubt it highly. But yeah, but that build up, no, <sighs> there's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since it was, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think there's possibility that, you know, even though the duration was pretty short, um, maybe the leak was more uh, violent. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's possible, but it's unlikely for sure. Yeah, so it's just one of mm-hmm. those things. I mean, you saw me. You went out there today. See what I was mm-hmm. doing. I'm just fucking frustrated, running around yeah. circles. Like. I mean, a lot of things are just not helping you at all. Like the weather, yeah, like you mentioned, is cooled off, but still, guys, it's hundred, and then hundred here uh, without any humidity is completely different from like Texas hundred. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, like, I literally have a blanket while sleeping bag that's unfolded, <laughs> and I throw it up to cover me. You know, yeah, and you can't see. It's crowded in there. It's tight, small space. Right, you're Just almost like working blindly. And especially I, today, right? Yeah, I was. Very I was saying this from the industry we came in. Mm-hmm. Done a lot. I've done a lot of hands-on maintenance. You know, I've fixed a lot of things, repaired things, done with like gas, electrical, mechanical, all the things that were part of industry. Mm-hmm. Had a real hands-on experience. Feel very comfortable and capable. This has by far been the most pain in the ass job I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. That speaks a lot. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I cannot believe how annoying this has been. Yeah. Because I really thought it was just going to be this quick, you know, pull the injectors yeah. out, clean the seats, install new ones, new gasket. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know. I mean, if you it. were to write an SOP, right, it would be very, um, I wouldn't say very, but it would be a very uh, straightforward task. Yes. Yeah. But the problem is... You know, doing all those elements, each step of the task, um, like for example, in this case, um, it's almost impossible to have that tolerance for it to work, yeah. right? So, even though SOP could be relatively straightforward, the actual work doesn't really reflect. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah, when you translate it to words, you're like, that's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've experienced that easy. a lot in, in our industry yeah. too, right? Yeah. Everything's way easier on paper <laughs> or fucking be a concept. And also that doesn't really include, um, you know, uh, certain possibilities, um, you know, and uh, the work, uh, the work, workspace tolerance, things of that nature, right? Uh, whether or not fucking screws are uh, stripped. I mean, there are so many factors oh that, goodness, that yeah. can make your work, uh, straightforward work, miserable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you have to pay a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. There's particularly the hold down um, bolt. They are expansion bolts, mm-hmm. so they're pretty soft, but they're gunked up because of the carbon buildup, and you, people break them off all the time. Yeah. So I just use this as a tap, clean the threads, drive it in a little bit. Oh, it's too tight. Okay, pull it out, clean it out. I mean, I probably drove that screw in 100 times today. You know, just thread it a hundred times, pull it out, clean it off, just to try to make sure I don't break it and remove the mm. gunk. Yeah. So it's uh, it's very tedious. Pain in the and ass. And yeah, it's one of those things. If you're in a shop, <clears throat> you know, you're covered. Maybe you have AC, but you take off the 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 hood, and then you can gain access to a lot more of it. But mm-hmm. that's just not the situation we're in. And it's not the most ideal work environment as far as yeah. tools, kind of a wire rack, but it's a little bit all over the place. So yeah. I was just thinking, though, I'm like, man, this is frustrating me so badly. And there is no difference between this difficult situation mm-hmm. and another difficult situation. So I need to fucking get this under wraps because this is no different than if I run to a frustrating moment in climbing. Grant, I don't ever feel that way when I'm climbing mm-hmm. or it's very rare where I get upset like this. I was just thinking in that moment, okay, I need to realize that this is no different than any other situation. Learn from it, adapt, and just fucking get through it. Yeah. And those moments, like we talk about, occur all all the time. Every single day, 
you're given moments and choices to be more like who you want to be mm-hmm. or to just fall into your emotion, have a negative attitude and kind of like sell yourself short. And it's totally justifiable because yeah, shit is difficult. Shit is hard. doesn't matter where you're at in your life. You're always going to have problems, but mm-hmm. how you view those problems immediately changes how you interact with them and yeah. the solutions you arrive to. Okay, I just look at this as a character building moment, patience, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, literally as I'm screwing, <laughs> you know, because it's so tight, awkward space. I'm like, okay, I'm going to use my middle finger and my thumb. I'm going to use my ring finger and my thumb. Mm-hmm. Just try to have some application to getting the fingers worked for rehab, <laughs> reclining. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, okay, this is awkward. Maybe this is what it would feel like to be in a really crunched space, my shoulder engaged. Yeah. You know, trying to make it more relatable to me. Right. But I've talked enough. It's your fucking turn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good point, man. Um, I mean, obviously, all situation or difficult situations are different, but I think you can take advantage of those situations, um, you know, like you mentioned, uh, as a means of learning, as a means of practicing, you know. Um, I mean... Because those those kind of situations recur, right? Yeah. And um, to me, I think important to know in situations like that, why am I doing this, you know? And if my answer is immediately, oh, this is not necessary, then I'm just walking away. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the right call, though, if yeah. it's unnecessary. But um, if it is necessary or if I'm doing, uh, doing it uh, with a purpose, then I... I try to find an answer. Why am yeah. I feeling this way? Yeah. You know, what can I do with this? You know, um, but I think those things can be really learned over time um, by practicing. By practicing, yeah. I mean, um, continue to overcome those kind of situations, get out of that bad state, right? And um, it's hard, man. I, I understand, especially me. Uh, I don't know how many of you uh, are like this, but when I get angry, like I, I lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I, I, I really get angry like that. But um, and when I do, oh, man, I I tend to. I mean, this is gonna make me uh, <laughs> look crazy, but sometimes I lose my shit and you know just break shit and things like that. But I've gotten a lot better. I mean, I don't yeah. really do that. Yeah, I mean, you um, haven't done that, no. Yeah, for, it, my yeah. entire time knowing you, so you haven't like broken right. something. I mean, I've seen you lose your shit, <laughs> yeah, but not in a way where it's right. destructive more than destructive of maybe that moment, mm-hmm. brief moment. That's yeah. probably the only thing. Uh, I think, but anyway, the point is, you can you can practice not really uh, engaging in that kind of situations, you know, um, and then getting out of it, yeah. right? And you may not be able to. Uh, cool off right away i mean nobody can do that fucking zero to one right <laughs> but if you can uh get out of the situation at least you know you can take some time to cool off and you know revisit right yeah, I think yeah. that's the way to go yeah because typically you're tackling it with the wrong mindset that's why it's mm-hmm. so frustrating in the first place right um, and then for me i think another thing is that if you find yourself getting angry all the time <laughs> you know um maybe it is a good time to look inward, right? Yeah. Because there are typical reasons. Um, For me, it was the long-lasting problem that I kind of suspected since I was like 16, 17, but I wasn't ever sure. I wasn't really sure what it was, but I suspected. But for me, the big problem was um, the, the abandonment issue. Oh, I thought, you're, I thought you were going to say your attraction to <laughs> animals, but I guess that's a different topic for another day. But uh, I really found myself, I was unhappy at work for sure, but I couldn't really explain the level of anger that I was having, you know, mm. and the, the frequency. I mean, is it really just work? I, my answer was no. Like, yes, I get frustrated, I get angry easily, but the work alone couldn't shouldn't be able to do that yeah right and then i really started to look inward and i uh, thought that you know what i think i've never been able to resolve this feeling 
of abandonment, you know, uh, unable to understand why mom left me, all this shit. And I uh, started to see uh, a therapist. And after that, I felt a lot better. I felt like whatever that source inside me um, to make me angry that much was gone finally. So, I mean, I still get angry. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fucking saint. But <laughs> I don't get angry to that level anymore and to that yeah. frequency anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's super powerful. Ironically, mm-hmm. we went to the same, I guess, studio for mm-hmm. the therapy session. Oh, yeah. Years yeah, and years about it. Later, you know, yeah. I was in New York. <laughs> and then you were in Austin when you went. So it was like separated by yeah. some years. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we went to different therapists. But it was in the same building there off of Shoal Creek, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Austin, Texas, where we're mm-hmm. both not originally from, but we've it was our home. Yeah. It's definitely a home oh, for yeah. a long time. It was. Um, great place. And yeah, you actually just had a pretty frustrating interaction with Avis recently, right? Oh yes. I don't care. Fuck put you on blast, Avis. I had a we both had a really frustrating interaction mm-hmm. with them prior to this one too. Prior to this one? Which when one was that? Van. Remember? That <laughs> Oh, right, right. That was, um, I mean, it was not because of that. It wasn't. Clock's fault. No. Uh, But the way the company is being ran. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's their fault. Yeah. Yeah, The understaffed and all that. And the process. And in a store, there's no backup for uh, a main printer. Um, And what day was it? Like a Friday or something like that? Something Dude, like that, right? No, it wasn't even... I don't even think it was a... I don't remember. Sometime last week. I think it was close to the weekend. Was it? Yeah, you I might think be right. So. You might but, be right, yeah. and, and that's what made me think that, okay, this is not acceptable. During the weekday, maybe, you know, but close to the weekend, I mean, your staff should be, you know, enough to accommodate the need. Yeah. At the airport, dude. I it's know. the weekend airport. The airport. <laughs> there are yeah. a lot of people. You have one Clark. And broken printer. <laughs> Dude, the worst part was there was people in the back. Because yeah. she'd go in the back to ask for help occasionally or something. Like managers or supervisors. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers did not come out to help her at all. I felt so bad for her. And, I, you know, yeah. I told her because she was so apologetic. Oh, there was another was, person. There was a few oh, people Oh, that's in the a bigger problem then. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, so, I'm like, Dude, right. it happens. Like, everybody has off days, bad mm-hmm. days. It's not your fault. Yeah. Like, don't, don't even worry about it. You know, shit just happens. And mm. then the one lady that was helping her with the printer was being so passively aggressive, rude to her. I mean, it was fucking outright rude, dude. Mm. She was like, I told you, you can't do it this way. You have to, like, talking to her like a child. Right. And this woman handled it way. so well because, dude, I if somebody was starting to talk to me that way, yeah. I would have lost my mind. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way you're about to do that in front right. of other people. <sighs> You know, who knows their relationship? Who knows, you know, maybe she has a history. But the way she was reacting to it, I feel like she was the more mature individual Mm, in the situation. Yes, she was incompetent in some regard with the printer. We all have our fucking shortcomings, though. We're not all mechanically inclined. But other than that, you know, absolutely delightful and very helpful woman. So, yeah, just just be remember when you're out there, people, when you're dealing with people. Yeah, you know, that that's have true. Yeah. tons of different experiences, like things going on in their personal lives that you yeah. probably have no idea that you could even guess. Wild yeah. shit. People are going through wild shit in their lives. Yeah, and you never know until you actually start talking to them, build a relationship, and you realize, whoa, they got some crazy stuff going on in their life. Yeah, Very and then important. you know, things to remember is that even if those customer service people are not being helpful, uh, or uh, they're not helping you or they're not giving you what you want, it's not It's not their fault. Yeah. It's not their fault. This company's fucking fault. You know, they're just following the rules and, yeah. the, you know, the scripts, basically, right? Yeah. So, and also, I'll, like, on a human, on a human-to-human level, I, I think you should be kind, you know? Yeah. You know, they're just doing their jobs, man. Yeah. You know? I forget how the quote goes, but there's something mm. along the lines of only to arrive at the end of life to realize that the more valuable thing would to be just more kind mm. like to arrive to that truth at the end of your life 
if you could do it all over again i would just be a little more kind yeah i forget who said it i forget the the context and everything of that nature but that kind of principle and ideas always stuck with me i don't want to look back and be like fuck man i wish i was yeah. a little more nicer a little kind you know yeah something that you can't have really full control yeah. of right? i've never looked yeah. back at anything i've been taken advantage of we all have we've all mm-hmm. been taken advantage of for doing something that was kind or going out of our way but i've never ever think about those things and if i do no. i never think about like i was taken advantage of i think man that's a bummer that they chose you know to behave in such a way yeah because they're only hurting themselves really yeah. not, not really hurting me man that's i mean true i was giving my help or my care or my love whatever it is Mm -hmm. from like genuine a genuine place that didn't expect any reciprocation Mm -hmm. or anything i just wanted to help right you know so it doesn't it doesn't hurt me at all um it can emotionally in the short time but not as much as the band's been hurting my feelings and on that note (laughs) we're done with you people that aren't paying for patreon (laughs) why i'm so rude and so aggressive all the time i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for listening and getting this far. I wouldn't listen to us, but I have to because I, I live in my own body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. See ya. All right. We're back. From the dead, for we are risen, brother. Yeah. We are risen. Uh, you know, from today, we wanted to uh, give a shout out to our Patreon members. Um uh, by calling your names, <laughs> uh, John. Thank you. Uh, and then maybe from next time we can do this uh, at the end of uh, our free episodes. Version, yeah. But oh, free version? Well, we should include them. You know, they're the reason the free version even happens. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let us know, actually, Patreons. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe that that could be more meaningful. Yeah. But. And um, Kasmuri. And Sins Wolf. Whoa, Sins Wolf. Yeah. Look out. Pretty badass. <laughs> Rebecca. Hey, you, Rebecca. Lee. Thank Lee, you. Lee, my man. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. We couldn't do this without you. And by the way, please um, feel free to. What's what's the word? Mm, pre- feel free to pirate our content and show anybody, even if they're not paying. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Get the word out there. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I think the RSS feeds are uh, they're locked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you can probably download the episode though. So yeah, I mean, personally, oh yeah, yeah. And feel free illegal. to feel, yeah. yeah, feel free to share any of the content yeah, with yeah. your friends Please. or people you think is interesting. Mm-hmm. They don't need to pay, you know. <laughs> you just need to pay. Your friends don't have to. You're the scapegoat. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work that way. But you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm just saying because we've been we actually been talking about this a lot lately. Yeah, not a lot, but. We're having a conversation about kind of copyright and pirating. We're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the early 2000s yeah, that's true. It's getting mm-hmm. music. And I, I mean, I'm on the side that, you know, it's a fucking digital good, man. Like, spread the wealth. Right. I don't pirate. I don't do anything mm-hmm. like that just because there's nothing I really want. Right. I mean, if there was something I really wanted and thought it was valuable, I will pay for it mm-hmm. just because that aligns with my values. And I want that. Yeah. Um, whoever's creating it to get the, the money they've worked for. Essentially. Right, right. But I'm also I'm not gonna sit here and bash somebody that doesn't see the value enough to pay for it. My values are completely different. Mm, so yeah. I mean, yes, that I think that's a good point. I think it you know, basically what you're saying is that um the this shouldn't be a, a moral issue, right? I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean I, I see that. I see that. I, I mean it's a slippery slope. Um, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things though. I feel like so Mm -hmm. many of the systems that we have are designed in such a way that Mm -hmm. of course, of course this is going to be considered theft, but it's not because there's actually anything inherently wrong with it. It's just that people are profiteering Mm -hmm. on these systems we've created to make more money. Right. I, I think that's really what it is. I think there's a lot of things out there like that. Uh, yeah. We've talked about fucking insurance. We've talked about, mm-hmm. I mean, in all avenues of insurance, health insurance, med- um, not medical, but like liability insurance, mm-hmm. car insurance, all these other types of things that have become requirements mm-hmm. that you can't get affordable XYZ without right. insurance to cover you. And it's totally, totally been plugged into the fear mechanism and worrying about the potential future that may never be. 
but mm-hmm. we throw money at it yeah. just for this just to feel safe feel protected right. and look don't get me wrong some insurance is totally ethical affordable wise choice good call and the system yeah i i would say a lot of insurance choices mm-hmm. are definitely like good calls to have because right. one medical bill could ruin your financial life <clears throat> mm-hmm. but it's also unfortunate because the more we give money to these insurance companies blah 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 the more it perpetuates it ad infinitum it's going to keep going indefinitely right. we never fix it by buying more of it that's like yeah, saying that's well the solution mm-hmm. to slavery is we get some slaves to stop slavery mm-hmm. wait what what do you mean well we got to raise an army to stop the guys who have slaves we yeah. need our own slaves right you know so it's kind of like ah i don't know i don't have a good solution but i know things are fucked right now yeah my, from my perspective <sighs> yeah i mean i think i don't know this is gonna uh sound this may sound crazy but to me yes i agree with you and there's no really controversy there that the, our medical system is fucked i mean it's fucking ridiculous yeah. right i mean there's there's no argument against it i think what we can talk about uh, a little differently is uh, a solution right and i think a solution is obviously what am i doing fucking running for a <laughs> presidency <laughs> <laughs> Why am I talking about a solution? <laughs> I'll be your VP. Fucked medical I'll be your system. Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of uh, moving parts, and there are a lot of things need to be done. But I think mainly what needs to happen is a budget, right? I mean, obviously you need to uh, rebuild the entire system, like just take everything down and rebuild. That's for sure. But in order to do so, and for the quality of insurance system, we need more money. And more money, meaning that we need to, you know, make some adjustments to other budgets, right? And yeah, then yeah. I think that the the budget, the first place we need to touch for the adjustment is a military budget. And I know some of you may think that I'm fucking crazy or we should never do that. But, um, I mean, compared to other countries, right? Even countries countries that are actively in war right now for example south korea and north korea yes they haven't fought like in decades but officially they're in war like the active zone right there i mean not active zone but active yes we still by percentage i'm not talking about by um the the actual dollar numbers but we south korea still spends way less than america you know, and uh, I'm sure you can make arguments for more budget, military budget. But I think it is true that uh, the, our military budget is gigantic compared to, compared to any other country in the world. And if you can make some adjustments from it, you know, I think we can afford a lot of uh, good things, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the, the initial failing point, though, is that mm-hmm. we have capitalized on human life like mm-hmm. medically these horrible things that occur to people we have found an industry to make money off people <sighs> yeah. there is a fundamental flaw mm. in a system that fucking exploits natural human cause mm. you know fucking natural part of life i mean only get me started with like morticians and that type of arrangement yeah mm. uh, but i agree with you completely the the military budget's fucking phenomenally ridiculous it's outrageous, mm. especially when you see because it's similar to our industry. Yeah. The industry we were in before, they can only buy from specific manufacturers. And guess what? All those parts are marked up exorbitantly. They're mm-hmm. marked up an unfathomable amount, unfathomable amount. You know, for you to go buy a hammer, Ace Hardware, maybe, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Military to buy that same hammer from their manufacturer, it's probably like fucking tenfold. Right. And that might be an exaggeration, but even if it's just twice as much. Right. Why why is that? Well, we got to make sure it's in spec and it meets a certain criteria and certain right. people have created businesses that lobby for certain people that our money goes to a certain <laughs> area so it can go back in their pockets. Your rebellious spirit today matches really well with your bandana. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a bandana, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because not everybody watches the, mm. the video. But yeah. yeah, man, fucking 
But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some reasons that they're expensive, right? Customized, hundred percent customized, and uh, I, some of the materials could be better than um, those commercial products, etc. But uh, still, the price is um, uh, ridiculously yeah. Uh, it's fucking paid, money yeah. money laundering. Yeah, fucking so much of our government is absolutely money laundering. We're in danger, by the way. <laughs> Government's going to show us. up. They don't give a fuck about us. They're like, look at these idiots. Nobody's going to accept them. That guy's long hair, bandana. Yeah. The other guy is fucking a bunch of hippies. Hair, yeah, tattoos and earrings. Yeah. yeah. We are already at the... Well, see, this is why we don't have ads. We don't have sponsors, you know, because yeah. we don't want to be swayed by them. Maybe one day we'll have one, but... Yeah, but, but it's going to be something we support. Yeah, exactly. Right. But isn't that everybody says? Yeah, like China. China wants to support us. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that everybody says? Um, No. Yes. I mean, well, I mean I'm just exaggerating that, yeah. out of everybody, but every influencer on social media, that's what they exactly Dude, say. Um, Actually, right? oh, I support this product. You know, there was a time where I, you, you would see that pretty yeah. frequently. I think people have full-blown sold out. Like, we don't even expect people to say that anymore. Mm. Oh, they just have to do it. They have to make money. Right. Of course they're going to sell me a Well, product. that's a good point, man, actually. When's the last time you heard anybody say... Uh, do they really care about it? Right? Yeah. They don't really talk about it, I guess. Less at least. I think you're right. Because we've we've been more accustomed to it, right? Yeah. 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 It's just become... It's become a norm. Yeah. That's yeah. their ad. Yeah. It's been everywhere you go. There's mm. ads for everything. It's infiltrated... Yeah. Every aspect of interaction that's going to be at least digital. Yeah. Bro, open up Instagram. Oh, fucking ad. Open up. I mean, I haven't been on Facebook. I don't know how long, but I'm sure mm. Facebook's just as bad. Uh, I don't know about Twitter. Does Twitter have ads? I don't know. I don't use Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I, I have an account, I but. I use Twitter. Um, YouTube. There's fucking ads mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we can actually choose not to have ads on your video, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can choose yeah. to not monetize them, but right. I think even YouTube has the ability. Oh, I forget when I was researching it. They can oh, still so basically show, it's not channel based. Correct. Right. So you can have channel based ads once you've reached. I think it's Wait, thousand why do subscribers. <laughs> thousand subscribers. Right. Right. But since you have since you meet all the uh, requirements to monetize, right? Why do you have an option to uh, whether to monetize your content? If it can be overridden by YouTube, uh, they'll choose the content, <laughs> the ads. Okay, I believe that's what it was. I'd have to go back and look. Right. But yeah, I think they can still take advantage of your platform. Right. I mean, why wouldn't they? It makes zero sense for them not to. Yeah. You're telling me the guy has a million viewers? I mean, Grant, right? People that are going to come into the site and the platform, mm-hmm. they may go for this one specific person, and they're going to stay on after watching one yeah. of their videos. So yeah, there can be some overlap, but I'd be I'd be shocked if they're not one hundred percent capitalizing on every right. content creator. Yeah. But yeah, I mean ads are just a huge part of our life now. I mean you drive on the fucking freeway, oh look, that car is wrapped in an ad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything is right. an ad. And yeah, I think I love that about our show that we yeah, we ask for, you know, any assistance via Patreon if people want to, but we're not we don't have ads. We're not trying to sell you some bullshit product. Mm-hmm. And if we are selling you something, it's something we've made. Yeah. You know, it's like our coffee. Yeah. You know, we put in so many hours and labor and work into getting this coffee. But again, it's not for the profit margin because let me right. tell you, if you saw the profit margin, <laughs> fucking, we're not making money, guys. We're losing right. money. So, but again, this is like the cost of mm-hmm. sometimes pursuing your dreams. There's not necessarily a, a fiscal incentive or return immediately or maybe ever but again that's not why you're fucking pursuing your dream anyway right yeah true and also when it comes to ads though i think that uh there are ads could be good you know good in that like ethical right but a lot of ads are not ethical meaning that they um twist or they adjust certain information about their products just to sell them right Uh. You know what we should do for ads? What? The only ad I would support, we should pr- promote other people. We should talk about other people's cool shit. Yeah, you know, yeah Stuff for sure, we yeah. listen to, the art they make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should do that. That would be way cooler. Because yeah. they they're not going to know for one. 
Yeah, we're not doing. And then it for it's money. also genuine. I mean, it's yeah. something that adds value to our lives. So, could add value to your life out there, listener. Yeah, true. Yeah. Is there any any product that comes to mind that adds value to your life? Um, he's gonna say fucking Adidas. <laughs> this guy, all he talks about is Adidas. Uh, the one company that that I personally like is Trexmith. Um, it's yeah, a yeah. Uh, running there. apparel company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're based in Boston, I think, and they import some fabrics, but I think mainly they manufacture in America. Uh, that's why it is high, higher um, prices. Mm, okay, uh, but I like their um, mission statements and their retro styles. Uh, they don't really advertise either as much as other companies i didn't know about them at all until i saw you wearing that tank top i was like i, I like that tank top yeah and then they hire um a lot of people from the community uh runners for example um they can they, they are hired as um an athlete who compete or um they do they they do reviews of uh, their products Something like that. I don't know exactly what they do, but they hire those uh, uh, athletes or people from the community, you know, oh, and then they cool. give back to the community. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that's them. That's really cool. There's one similar, actually. They're mm-hmm. uh, brewing for, like, NA beers, so non-alcoholic drinks, athletic brewing. They do something similar mm. where you can go apply to be one of their athletes. I don't think there's any right payment or anything. You get. Like, maybe they send you a fucking some NAs for free. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool when companies – support their customers and want them to represent their brand image yeah you know Mm -hmm. because these are the people that are using your brand they're trying to make something with it Mm -hmm. um one of the other things that i listen to um philosophize this which Mm. he has for free on spotify you can be a patreon member um for some additional benefits great channel Yeah. yeah fucking love it i mean if you're interested in philosophy and you want a overview I mean, it's super in-depth. He's got a ton of episodes. The Mm. dude's super intelligent. He does a really good job of kind of humanizing the content and then putting the historical and the cultural context surrounding all of it and making it enjoyable, like those goddamn sneaky water buffalo. Watch out for those. Yeah. Okay, now we're done promoting products. (laughs) Um, Let's go collect our check real quick. But you never finished your story. What what was the no. thing going on with uh, Avis? Yeah, man. Oh, Tell so the people was, about uh, your experience. About a month ago, I went to Austin and um, uh, trying to rent a car because I didn't have a car. I still don't have a car. And uh, I went to Avis, and um, the initial quote for three days was like $400, right? So, oh, that's ridiculous. I just walked away. I mean, I, not rudely. I told her that, oh, that's too much. I think I'm going to uh, look for another solution. And I walked away after like five minutes. Uh, she came back to me because I was still in the building. And she told me, she gave me a better rate, like 250 something like that. So I said, yeah, sure, why not? And um, I, you know, pick up the car. And then later I found out that I was charged uh, like 400 bucks. So I'm like, wait a second. This is not the rate that I agree. Yeah. And I made a call. I talked to the girl who gave me the rate, and she told me that oh, there 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 would be some adjustment to um, as a credit, and uh, you would get it, you know, in, in a few days, whatever. And then after two weeks, still no credit has been uh, processed. So I called Avis, right? Not the girl, the customer service. I mean, I actually tried the first um, the actual location, the specific location in Austin. And then she wasn't there, and I was talking to another person, and they couldn't look me up because I hadn't gotten any uh, reservation confirmation email that has reservation number or anything like that. Wow. So no information. So they asked me uh, for a reservation number. So I I told them that I don't I hadn't gotten anything from you guys. So I don't know. And um, they asked me for my phone number, which at at, at the time was new. As you remember, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just got we a just new got number. From Thailand, so yeah, <laughs> right. So that wasn't helping, and um, I asked them to look me up with my name, and then they still couldn't do it. So I'm like really frustrated. Wait a second, guys, I'm looking at the statement right now. I was, I, I've been charged yeah. four hundred bucks. Now you can't look me up. 
Yeah. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> and then, basically, I was told at the time that, oh, there's nothing we can do, really. So I'm like, okay. So I almost gave up. I thought that it just, this frustration and efforts just, I, I, I was going to just give up. You know, yeah. $150, right? But today I made a call in the morning, the actual company's customer service center. And uh, I, you know, went through exactly the same thing. No reservation number, all that. And I gave him my card number. Could, could you please look me up uh, with my card number? Because this is the card that I use and it's been charged, processed even. And he found me. He was being uh, very helpful. And then I explained the situation and he tried to tell me that, oh, that the new rate that you got, the 250, that number was a base rate before tax and fees. So I told him that, wait a second. So you're telling me that that girl, the your Avis employee told me, I mean, basically lure, uh, uh, bait and switch, man. Yeah. <laughs> bait and switch. <laughs> You gave me a, a new rate that doesn't include tax and fees and I was sold? Is that what you're telling me? And I mean, I wasn't being rude. I just told him that uh, that's not, sir, I understand the difference between base rate and <laughs> the total. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I was told uh, a different rate, a new rate that is being not honored yeah. at this time. And eventually he gave me a refund. Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean that in a kind of condescending way, though. Of course. Um, you know, here's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't realize you were dealing with the owner of the company. That's kind of out of his pocket. He's got a family to feed, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Yeah, sure." And he said, "Well, we can give you a refund of uh, hundred bucks." Well, he gave me like hundred twenty bucks refund, which is like twenty thirty dollars less than um. The yeah, so they still adjustment. made out. They still made yeah, money on you. Yeah, yeah, sure. By dishonoring their agreement. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, I was pretty satisfied, though. I mean, yeah, not satisfied with their service or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. Glad you didn't lose. At least got some back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's bullshit. So I'm not though. completely robbed. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like in that but sense, isn't that I'm bullshit? Satisfied. Though you're gonna feel like oh, if I'm satisfied because I didn't <laughs> completely, you know. They only rate me, but oh, I didn't get pregnant. It yeah, could be exactly. Worse. You know, exactly. they're like, what the yeah. fuck are we talking about yeah. here? You got raped. Yeah, again, I use that term. You right. Know, I'm not trying to lessen the, obviously, the severity yeah, of offend, that. Right. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to be offensive for being gratuitous right. in my Just speech. Funny. Uh, you're, well, I don't I mean, hear the, laughing. The, 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 the level of uh, disrespect and dishonesty in that is, yeah. I mean, I think it's very comparable to that of rape. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fucked up for sure. Yeah. It's fucked up. They're just fucked up things. I, That's the problem with, you know, we have a government that's so well-funded. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be some type of litigation. There should be some type of laws that once you reach a certain level of profitability mm-hmm. or size... You have to have infrastructure to support it. Yeah. Like, you cannot be fucking charging these outrageous rates and then not have infrastructure to back it up. Well, what do you mean you can't look me up, bro? What do you mean you can't fucking refund me the guaranteed amount? Yeah, that's the thing. Their attitude, um, like, including him today, I mean, he was helpful after that point. But if I didn't push, like, it wouldn't have happened. Because he was was being very, um, like not sympathetic at all like he wasn't he sounded like he wasn't willing to help me after he couldn't find me he was basically telling me that oh yeah uh, i i can't find you (laughs) that's it okay that's the end of this like i'm waiting for him right i'm waiting for him right because i knew what he was doing but I, i still waited for him to say something after that because what i expect is I can't find you, but let me try this. Let me try this. Because I'm in the fucking database. I've been charged, okay? Yeah. It's not possible for you to not to be able to find me, right? Yeah. So I'm still waiting for him. Like, and he didn't say anything. Oh, so like, are you going to try uh, another another way to find me? And then he's like, oh, I don't know. I've tried everything. So he tried to fucking de- discourage me Dude. from pursuing the refund. 
I'm not going to do that. Of course not, you know. The card information that I uh, uh, said earlier it was my suggestion. I, I didn't, he didn't tell me. I just told him that, okay, if you can't find me with any information, then you should try this because this is the card that I've, you know, I've been charged. Wow. And that's, you know, when he found me. See, this is, this is what I talk about a lot. This is the risk of staying in a job mm. that you fucking hate because it can turn you into somebody that you don't want to be. Uh, I don't know. I can't solve it. I don't really care. So I'm not going to yeah. give the effort to try and figure out and solve it for you. Mm-hmm. And you fail to realize that is going to translate over into your real life. Oh, you know, I, I tried talking to my significant other, but they're just mm-hmm. unreceptive. Guess it's never going to get fixed. I just got to fucking swallow it, deal with yeah. it, you know. And then you just build resentment towards somebody because you never resolve it because you never develop the skills. Yeah. Like you got to be so careful to realize like it's very difficult to separate your life and categorize and have it in boxes because we're human beings. All these categories and boxes, they're fucking man-made, man. Mm-hmm. They're totally not a universal property. There's something we create and then we try to fall into them. And that just doesn't work in reality. It yeah. just doesn't work, man. Like if you're fucking shitty about your training, not your work, but say at the gym, say you don't, go the full mile you don't give effort when you train you work out blah 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 whatever you're probably gonna be the same way in other areas of your life whether it's your job your relationships your expectations Mm -hmm. um it's just it's kind of a a failure on society's part to tell us that these things are not separate they might seem separate because they're kind of different events but they're really not that much different yeah you know so that's a bummer and capitalism kind of is building people that are just good at doing what they know how to do and what they're told yeah like you're telling me you don't know how to figure it out or go ask somebody for help or i mean that's kind of also attitude issue as well right i think there's some cultural element that affects that kind of creates that kind of opportunity of behavior um in Asian culture, it is very unlikely that you will hear that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I can find you. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> but you would never yeah. fucking encounter that in yeah, Asia. That's a good I mean, point. a lot that's of Asia. I shouldn't say all the Asian countries, but don't yeah. you think in turns though they have the the opposite thing where they don't speak up as well? Say in their personal relationships, they're always trying to satisfy, always trying to make people happy. Yeah, fall for into sure, this yeah. us. There's yeah, there are some negative sides as yeah. well. So it's like yeah. both things are a byproduct mm-hmm. of you know, directly the society you live in. Yeah. I was just specifically relating it to customer service, the quality oh, of yeah. customer service. Yeah, 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 yeah man, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't really have any bad customer service experiences, even in Thailand. Yeah. I mean, there were some miscommunications. Sure, but, but that's just yeah. language barrier Our type fault. thing. Yeah. yeah. All in that, um, Thailand was awesome. We, I mean, of course, we talked about it a lot in multiple episodes, including uh, the ones that we did in thailand but i mean they're not just their customer service but also they're they're just kind people man they're just kind people and then that just you know translates to customer service and other sectors of society you know even tax drivers super super kind they're always trying to be helpful you know for things that we never asked (laughs) you know so there are some cultural elements for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we're unfortunately heavy, heavy-handed on the mm-hmm. the bad cultural elements. I don't know, man. I just don't like the way our culture is going for the most <laughs> part. Yeah, but and also very universal too. I think just because think so. our world, the 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 borders are just so thin, almost meaningless, uh, at least online, right? So I think we are becoming uh, more similar, uh, despite the cultural differences. But, um, I mean, still there are some, a lot of frustrating things here. Um, I just see people that are totally unempowered. Mm. That's what I see the most. I feel like people don't feel like they have any control or any power to change or make their lives better. Yeah. Or they're not even aware conceptually that that, that's that's a thing. It's crazy. Natural though. Isn't it? I mean, we're kind of like that. I mean, we're always kind of, you know, had a spirit. We had the spirit of like, 
rebel rebellious spirits, yeah, yeah. right? We, it, but that's like our personal quality traits, though. Like we never accept things as it is, just because it is, you know. But a lot of people do that. Yeah,、um, I, I mean, it might be a natural inclination of、yeah. of the species, but I feel like our culture reinforces the principle strongly, and、mm. then capitalizes on it. And, yeah, I mean, look, dude, look at how much people. Or refuse to go outside, refuse、yeah. to experience things, because they have the images on their laptop, their phone,、mm. you know, whatever it is, and they think that is good enough. Yeah,、uh, yeah, you know, I've seen it on TV. I pretty much experienced it. Like, dude, are you out of your mind? <laughs> or you, or you lie to yourself and rob yourself, saying like, ah,、oh, yeah, I、mm. could do that. You know, I,、yeah. I don't, I don't need to test myself because I, I could do it. I know I'm capable. Yeah, but the real proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, even、yeah. this thing with the stupid van. It's like yes, I know I'm capable, intellectually capable, like mechanically、mm-hmm. capable, but I, ha- I still have to do it to、yeah. know that in reality.、Right. Intellectually, I know this is true, but let's see how that brushes up against reality,、mm-hmm. and, like conceptually, and that's that's the whole point. If all you do is ever train, and you never apply it,、mm-hmm. can you ever say it was like fucking meaningful? Oh. Yeah, I mean, what, really, what's the point? What are you living for?、Right. If you're not living for something, working towards something, dude, you're just, yeah, I mean, you're just, I mean, what are you?、Yeah. I, I don't even know what you are. You're not even a、right. human being. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I, I don't want to put it this way, but you know, to make this point, my point, a little more clear, you know, living without goals or. Working towards something is almost identical to simple organism that lives day by day for survival. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's not much difference, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. That's hard.、Mm-hmm. That's a, and it's a sad thing to see. It's disappointing. And again, I'm not saying you have to have fucking lofty goals. I'm not.、Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. You need to be somebody who's trying to go climb Mount Everest, or you're somebody who's gonna go make a movie. But bro, what about with the small things, the little hobbies, the little passions, the little dreams、mm-hmm. you have? Like maybe you want to go to fucking Alaska and you want to see it, or maybe there's a national park here in the U.S. you want to、mm-hmm. go see. What are you doing actively to plan for it? You know what is what is the dream? What makes you tick? What makes you want to get up in the morning、mm-hmm. and go after something? I don't care what it is. I just know. That thing does exist.、Mm-hmm. You may not be aware of it, but it does exist, right? And you can find it, and it can get better. And it's just so wonderful when you engage with people that are living authentically,、mm-hmm. in whatever format that takes. Because you're like, wow, I'm looking at a person. So rare you look at a person.、Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, it's so rare. I feel like I meet somebody, and again, of course, you get to know somebody well enough, you can kind of pull these things out. But I'm talking about the people that are just living it out to the fullest form in that moment. They、mm-hmm. are authentically in that moment. That person striving towards who they want to be.、Mm-hmm. And you know these people. You know these people when you engage with them. It's just so dominant and such a strong energy. And it's inspirational. It makes you want to go live your dream, live、right. your goals, and get after it. You know, and every increment you make, every inch, every centimeter you take closer to that dream. You get more incentivized. You get more motivated,、mm-hmm. and it's so fucking cool to see that. And I wish we could see it more often. Yeah, because that would change the world. Individuals will change the world. Yeah, totally change it all. It's just to be yourself. Yeah, I mean that's more or less our hu- hu- human history、yeah. has been. <laughs> yeah, it was always, you know, the miners. Yeah, who made the changes. Yeah, and look, they might kill you for. Being somebody that doesn't fall in line, or you might not have success according to the system, if you choose to step out of it, that is a very real possibility and a real、mm-hmm. potential. But when you're living for yourself earnestly and honestly, you're okay with the consequences because、yeah. you know that's the freedom you chose. Yeah, exactly. It's worth any price for you、mm-hmm. because it's yours. Yeah, at least it's yours. Yeah, you know, I I was gonna actually add it to add to what you're saying. That yes, it's important to have goals and it's, it's important to have freedom and all that. But also, I'm not saying those are not less important. But also, another thing that is equally important is that you know 
we operate based on our knowledge and concepts, whatever, everything in our brain, basically, right? But, you know, there's difference between a person who has understanding through experience and understanding of concepts, right? Both mm-hmm. can operate, mm-hmm. both can uh, contribute to the society, both can live normally. But the difference is this person doesn't have, has never experienced per- personal revelation, yeah. Because all yeah. the concepts that he understands are something that he learned. Correct. Right? Correct. Through words, through lectures, all that. I mean, of course, we have minimal level of understanding through experience because we leave, right? We yeah. interact with yeah. things. Yes, we all have that, uh, you know, understanding through experience. I'm not saying, you know, people don't have it. But the understanding through experience that leads you to personal revelation that's what yeah. i'm talking about yeah so essentially your platitude is shit unless you have a story attached to how you arrive to it mm-hmm. right yeah that's why we fucking hate platitudes mm-hmm. there's a level of truth to them but without the experience behind them or the mm-hmm. explanation has how yeah. you arrive to that concept it's fucking useless yeah and it's meaningless mm-hmm. do not adapt and believe these platitudes these proverbs these mm-hmm. whatever unless you arrive to that belief and that conclusion through mm-hmm. your own personal experience yeah, and also stop trying to grab these things and apply yeah. them to your past experiences, because maybe that's not the fucking revelation there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the truth. Yeah, for you. Yeah, you know? exactly. And you could be very well ruining other people's lives mm-hmm. by giving these, this advice, this mm-hmm. truth that you didn't arrive at. That's actually maybe the most detrimental thing you could say to that person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. for example, somebody's struggling really hard; they can barely make ends meet. Blah blah blah. And you tell them, you know, you just got to work harder, grind it out. Bro, that totally fucking removes the human part mm-hmm. from their experience and what is actually happening in their personal life. And you just fucking throw a platitude over right. it. Or like when somebody's suffering and hurting, maybe they're going through a relationship, they have loss, time heals all wounds. Technically fucking true. Yeah. But totally useless and actually right. detrimental and hurtful because you've just shut them down entirely from sharing the message mm-hmm. that they can give to you about why they've arrived to this experience. Mm-hmm. And then you would probably came up with a different revelation for them. You would have said something that was personal yeah. and you would have actually been able to connect with this person mm-hmm. and potentially you know, help them or at least help them be able for them to express themselves mm-hmm. and to work through this process. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I mean, this is my problem with any biblical, theological, philosophical, any, any one fit all statement. It's Mm -hmm. fucking bullshit. Give me the story behind it, why you believe it. And then maybe it can be helpful. Yeah. Because then maybe I can relate with it through this human interaction, through this communication, you know? Yeah. That's the only way though. That's like one of the shitty things about even people that listen to our podcast Ah, it sucks. They don't. They don't know where we're coming from unless right. they know us through personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Like they can have ideas based on what we've said, the way we carry ourselves. But again, it's still going to fall short unless they know us, or they go and get their own personal experience so they can relate. So yeah. the concept means something, right? You know, I, it's hard because a lot of people are just told ble- blindly believe this, rely mm-hmm. on faith. You got to just believe this platitude. Fuck that. Yeah. Go out there and see if it works. And if it doesn't, stop adapting it. Right. Start telling other people, yo, this is a bullshit platitude based on my experience. Here's my explanation why. Mm-hmm. Which is why I will totally, all the time, if anybody wants to know anything about Christianity, I'll give them my experience and why yeah. I think it's bullshit based through my experience. Yeah. I'm not just going to outright say, that's bullshit. I'm not going to give you an explanation. Mm-hmm. Anybody that does math and comes with a proof, a premise, or a theory, if they don't show their work, it's fucking meaningless. Your theory yeah. is meaningless. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You've got to sure. show the work. Mm-hmm. And also, there's another reason I think we've really fallen into that, you know, comfort zone of knowledge. Uh, more than just ignoring that those things are imposed ideas. But also, another part is that we think we understand, right? <laughs> That's another danger. Yeah. You think oh. you understand those things that you have never experienced, right? But I'm telling you right now that... I lived like that for a long time. And I suddenly realized that, wow, this knowledge that all I had before, that I thought very valuable and 
I really truly thought that I understood them. Now I'm I've ex, I've understood through experience my experience. It's just another level of enlightenment yeah. that it made me think that everything that I knew was trash, basically. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, dude. So totally do. there's that danger too. So I think it is still important, you know, uh, on top of trying to uh, have your personal revelation through experience, knowing that we're born to that kind of condition, we're subject yeah. to them, and like yeah. nobody's free from it. But also understand that. What you think you understand now may not be the truth. Yes. That you ultimately arrive. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's another thing, you know, good to keep in mind. Yeah, I think one of the important things that you should try to do when you mm-hmm. consume anything, relationships, conversations, media, right. blah blah blah. Realize they're trying to express express one of these universal truths mm-hmm. and they're doing it through their medium that makes it yeah. true, right? So for them, like the experience is what makes this concept true, and they've attached it to mm-hmm. that. It doesn't mean it's necessarily true for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be true for them. Totally might be true. They might have arrived to that revelation through their own experience, and you might arrive to a very mm-hmm. different um, version of that yeah. truth. Like that's the beauty of it, though. Yeah. We should be all different. We are all yeah. different. Yeah, it's like trying to compare a song. Like that song is better than this song. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can do it to some degree, yeah. but for the personal experience, what that song means to you mm-hmm. and how it speaks to you, yeah. you can't measure that, man. Yeah, There's songs I love that are way fucking, you know, <clears throat> they never got credit in any type of realm other than like a niche admiration between some fans. Does that mean that song is worse than, you know, whatever's on the top 40 chart? No. Uh, you could say, yeah, commercially it is. Mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't mean the song to me, the commercially successful song is better mm-hmm. than this niche song. Right. You know? Right. Because it's my experience. Yeah. It's because what I enjoy, what I like, what yeah. I care about. You know? So if I only listen to popular music, I'm just fucking falling into and again, I like popular music. In the past <laughs> I haven't. You know, I, I can appreciate anything now. I've learned to develop that sense. But what I'm saying is if right. all you fall for is the stuff that everybody says, yo, that's good. This is the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're probably robbing yourself of yeah. the real good stuff. Yeah. The good stuff you arrive to of your own fruition. Yeah. That speaks more to yourself, right? Yes. Because Can, we're we're so different, man. Like yeah. I said, we're we're different in so many so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um there's no way for us millions millions of people are just so attracted to one thing. Or a few things that are majorly um, popular. Yeah. Hey, there's no way. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be that way. You know? I mean, yeah, there are certain things that attract more people than the others. Yeah, of course, you, you will always have the difference in numbers. But we're not supposed to be, you know, praising one thing or just few things just because it's popular. You know, that ignores all the personal traits that we have, all the upbringings all the experiences and understanding we've had, you know? Yeah. And then also if you only lock, lock, <laughs> yeah. if you only enjoy those well curated things, mm-hmm. is there any work in it? Of course they're going to be good. They're well curated. Yeah. They're fucking, they've got the popular approval. And again, I'm not saying popularity means it's valuable or good, blah, right. blah, blah yeah. whatever. I'm just saying on average, Yes, it's going to be easy to enjoy this mm-hmm. fucking multi-million dollar budget movie. Hundreds of millions of dollars now. Mm. You know? Like, of course it's easy to enjoy. They have the best of the best. Yeah. They have all the money on it. Okay? Yeah. Everybody's going to enjoy that. Can you walk outside in your backyard and enjoy that little bit of nature? Yeah. You know? Or something like that. Something that's so insignificant that had no effort, no work put into it that you can see. Curated. You know, nature yeah. obviously put tons of work into that. Um, but there's all these other things that can yeah. be so enjoyed. Now, even you know, we even go watch movies that are, you know, we watched a shitty movie yesterday. I can appreciate. What, like, what did you watch? Uh, the Long Dumb Road or whatever. What was that about? Mary picks up the hitchhiker. <laughs> oh, the comedy movie. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very funny. Um, but you know, I can also appreciate. Okay, they're trying. I see some of what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it. Like. I feel like they failed here. 
but the end I can still be refreshed and appreciate mm. aspects of it. Right. Right. I don't have to bar myself to zero or one expression of I liked it or I disliked it. There's mm. things I liked about it. There's things I disliked. Yeah. You know, why do I got to regulate myself to one or the other? Yeah. And also I think, you know, like I said, every individual is very unique. And if you, um, if you have that strong yourself, I think you should manifest in all ways. Right, meaning that you're different, like you're clearly different from average people, right? Yeah, because your your personal uh, traits are so strong, yeah. right? I think that's another way to look at determine whether or not you've like broken through that wall. Yeah, and to the people out there wondering if you have, um, or to kind of reduce it mm-hmm. in uh, an easier way, it doesn't take much to be that to be so different from everybody else. Yeah. All you have to do is be yourself and you're going to be yeah, yeah, exactly, shockingly right? different. That's <laughs> the funny thing. Like it does not take a lot. Mm-hmm. It takes very little. Yeah. Once you start realizing like how much of your worldview and your identity is based on what yeah. was given to you, what you were born into and not yeah. your own choice. And the second you start changing just a few of them, you become totally different mm-hmm. and people are curious about you and they're more willing to listen to you. Cause guess what? You're saying something they've never heard before it's different yeah. than the normal message and for whatever reason you might get combative people but you might also get people that open mind and relate which will help allow them and enable mm-hmm. them to look into themselves to find out yo wait what is the stuff i like you know what, yeah. what's important to me and that's where the real growth can yeah. occur you know Absolutely. we want that for everybody because it's it's truly joyous mm-hmm. that's how we change the world yeah yeah we're we we've been repeating this message uh, for a long time now. I think we should do more because sometimes we never talk about this. But the reason we're doing it is is because that's the most fundamental step that you need to take. You know, um, getting rid of all the imposed ideas that are not yours. We evaluate those value, you know, ideas and concepts and have that personal revelations. Yeah. You know, so we'll talk about this more in depth Um in the following weeks uh, during our promotion. But yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, going to wrap it up for today. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, guys. Bye.